0: Dude, I'm getting texted by some random right now. What's your? I'm Tina. What's your name? Married? (laughs) I'm just gonna type married.
1: No, it could be a client or an agent.
0: See, I just need to protect myself. You don't. If you don't know (laughs) what (laughs) my name is, you shouldn't be texting me. Am I wrong in thinking this?
1: Maybe she can't remember. People can't. They call all the time. They're like, um, someone told me to call you. I can't remember who. Can't remember your name. I don't know why I'm calling.
0: Okay, we're going to move on. I'm Josh Sigmund.
1: And I'm Bryn Rouse.
0: I'm a mortgage guy with a passion for money, business, and elevating my game. Bryn is my co-host. She's my friend and marketing director for my mortgage team.
1: That's right. I'm a marketing girl, a mama of three, and wife of one. And like Josh, elevating life, business, and relationships, well, it's my jam.
0: This season's topic, elevate your game.
1: What do you want?
0: Do you want to push personal limits, find joy, be more present?
1: Be a better parent, have a sexier marriage, make more money, save more money, start your own business, develop a hobby, or strengthen important relationships?
0: Impact the world, be a better boss, or create a stronger business? Then you are ready to elevate.
1: And this is the place to do it.
0: Are you ready? Sigmund Sense, Season 3, Elevate Your Game. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Sigmund Sense. We are working on elevating our game in all areas, and today we're going to work on elevating your joy. But before we do that, we need to make sure that you guys are liking and subscribing and sharing and all the fun stuff. I'm
1: so proud of you for remembering these things. Look at you. You just give me notes and I just follow the script. Just click the button right here. Click
0: the button right here. (laughs) (laughs) To
1: subscribe, and the little little bell will go off. I don't actually
0: know what that means, but Do it. So we're talking about elevating our joy right now and this is a, another part of our series unless if you missed the last episode We were talking about elevating your small business And over the next the next couple of months. We'll be working on all different areas of love life, but um, You know when you really w- what I think about and what we spoke about in general is that uh, Throughout the series I do think there's needs to be a yin and yang because mm-hmm. I think people get so focused in on one area at the expense of all others and so there is a lot of truth that there's seasons, right? There's seasons that we need to go all in on business if you're really trying to grow a business so that it gets off the ground so that you don't go out of business before it gets started, right? Uh, and, you know, whether it's in sports or in a marriage or whatever, there's always those seasons. But um, the problem all, uh, often is, especially with anyone that's driven and most people that are, are education based, learning, growing based, people like that watch. Podcasts. They are driven in an area. Our audience is typically driven in an area to improve or to master or just to learn, right? And so, uh, one of the interesting things that we all know and we've been told by our dad and our granddad or whoever is that uh, money doesn't buy happiness. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of rich people (laughs) that are very unhappy. Yeah. and uh and all that stuff and and, and i don't need to argue if it, it, you know having money certainly buys options and it buys options. options can certainly lead to happiness but there's as also well people that don't need a darn right. thing to but be there's happy. I mean, yeah just, there's, there's lots of studies great. around you know indigenous people on random islands that have a happier scale than people that live in a high-rise right yeah totally so uh, what we want to talk about d- today about is elevating joy outside of the office specifically right yeah. and uh, I think this is an be area cheerful. that you're really good at. Um, I think this that's reminds
1: a, me of the movie Inside Out. Oh yeah, Joy. <laughs> She's so cute. She's like. Is that t- that cartoon? T- the yes. different colors. What color yes. is Joy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what color is Joy? Yellow? yellow. It's not green. She's so. Green's no, green envy. is anger. No or envy. No,
0: no. Green with envy.
1: Green with envy. Yes. Yeah. And red with anger. Would be anger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the little sad one. Blue. She's so
0: sad. <laughs> I, don't, I, I haven't watched the movie in like 30 years, but it's, it makes sense. So yeah, joy though. Joy is yellow. So let's talk, let's talk about how do you elevate your joy outside the office. So where would you start? I'm curious.
1: Oh gosh. How do you elevate joy outside your office? Okay. So I think that you start with um, some of the same questions, right? Like what, what makes you happy? What makes you feel good? What what do you, what actually relaxes you? Um, that's a question I've been asking myself. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what, what do I find relaxing? Like, so being intentional about like, I you really don't
0: know that answer for yourself.
1: Um, no, oh, I think I have lots of versions of I feel of like it. this is going to be therapy. Everyone stay tuned, never watch like this. I have lots be great. I of versions of it. Yep. Um, and y'all will laugh and it'll sound dumb, but like, I really do find TikTok to be one of the happiest places on earth. <laughs>
0: And that's the opposite in my world.
1: <laughs> then you're you're not looking and following the right people. So you, you get on there and, oh, my gosh, like I love dancing and there's so many great dancers and music. And then there's people that are just funny as shit and like make me laugh really hard. Those, you know, that's, that's really fun, right? And it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of identifying what... It is that you can, like, what do you enjoy? But also, um, and that's more granular, but, like, what do you, what do you want your life to look like, right? Um, what do you want to be doing? What do you want to experience and, and all of those things? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you think back, I always say, like, think back to when you were little and had visions of what your life would look like as an adult. Mm-hmm. What did it look like? You know, my mom told me that I would say when I grow up, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to work in a big office. I want to wear high heels, and I want to carry a briefcase. (laughs) Like, okay, it's pretty simple, right? Um, So, you know, what did you think about as a kid? Interesting. So, so
0: I'm I'm a little bit the opposite uh, because TikTok is definitely the devil's (laughs) den uh, in my world. It's (laughs) not. It's not Uh, in my world. No, it's not. Um, What
1: is What has TikTok done to you lately?
0: So it's the opposite. It's, uh, it doesn't fulfill the interpersonal relationships I look for. Yeah. Like to me, that's well, that, yes, yeah, true. Right. It's not,
1: I don't, I try not to TikTok in front of the kids. Okay.
0: That's good. Because I try to tell my kids you're not allowed on it.
1: <laughs> not me. I'm like, I need help. Can you help me with this? KK? Let's get that's on here.
0: <laughs> so when I think about joy, the way I look at it is I work really, really, really hard. So I want to play really, really, really hard. And I find that if I can find a balance of both, that I'm usually uh, in, in general in a great place. And so, um, the, the basic I think that's prim- where
1: I struggle too, is like, I, I like to play hard, but like I also mm-hmm. am like getting older and I need my rest.
0: <laughs> wow. Don't make fun of me for being <laughs> old. <laughs> so okay. um, um, l- l- I want to uh, define it, define the best way of defining joy, because I think it's, a, it's important to start here. So happiness is externally based and, and joy is internally based. And I want to say that a second time because it's important to understand. So happiness is externally based. Joy is internally based. Happiness is typically uh, I, literally. external <laughs> is tough. happiness. External. Joy is internal, right? <laughs> so let me say why. Internal. You make me happy or you make me sad or you make me angry. It's an external thing, right? Um, the results of this sales uh, contest made me happy or it didn't, right? externally based transaction um no not not, not even no. transactional my wife no. can piss me off that's external right um, it's a transaction she made you mad
1: that's in not that a moment. transaction that's not
0: uh i don't want to diminish it to transaction i think that it is how i respond to an external situation or events okay okay Short-lived. as opposed to joy comes from within i choose joy every day like yeah. um dan's my business partner and, and he literally in the sales meeting today said uh, you know, I was gonna ask Josh how his day started off, but I know the answer is always great. And he said yeah. that. And the reason is is that every day I wake up, I literally assume that today's gonna be the best day of my entire life. And I act that way because I know that joy comes from, from within. And so what what I've learned over the years through a lot of therapy, <laughs> a lot of therapy is I that have you always been this right, way? Right. No, I've not always been this way. Um through a lot of therapy I learned that if I'm gonna you know, wait for somebody else to make me happy then I'm going to have a miserable fucking life, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, if I, if, if, I if, add to my answer too. right. If, if the quality and outcome of my happiness in my life is based on uh, the hopes and prayers that people around me desire today is to make me happy, I'm going to be disappointed often, right? And so, you know, I think about that with how I approach my relationships at work, at home, with my friends, um, I want to bring the best version of myself to my wife, to my kids, to my friends, because I'm in a joyous place. And if they do the same, the uh, alternate direction, we're going to probably get along just fabulously, right? Mm-hmm. When um, a friend is reliant on me to make the plans to make them happy, our friendship is probably not going to last long.
1: Do you ever feel like pressure to be like I used the to entertain, like used oh, to, like, not anymore, like make, like nope, used yeah. to,
0: used to. Yeah. And think about that, the pressure within a relationship like a marriage or a dating yeah. of it's one directional, like, uh, yeah. this person is, is needs you to make them happy. Screw that. That's going to be a long, miserable life.
1: Or like be the funny one. I don't know. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So for me, if you start with that idea that joy is, in, uh, joy is internal, then no one can screw with it. No one can screw up your joy. Like you are either joyous or you're yeah. not. And so joy for me is found in gratitude.
1: That's what um, I, that was, I was going to say. I forgot is that what we're going to say? say?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, joy is absolutely identified and found in gratitude. So it's looking for the best in people. It's, it's what are you grateful for in your spouse. It's like, yes, your kid stole the car last night and made bad choices. <laughs> but, you man, man you're, gr- you, but you're grateful a... <laughs> that they were healthy and they got back in one, one piece and they didn't die and they didn't get arrested, right? Yeah. So, you know, joy yeah. is that choice every day that we make. And, t- and in my opinion, it becomes every hour or every moment. Because there's a lot of things in life that are gonna not go your way that, that can rob you of your happiness if you allow it, right? One hundred percent. So
1: yes. So um, actually, just right before we came into the studio, I uh, was texting with my daughter who's now 18, and I'm like, "Hey, you've seemed really off for the last couple of days. Like, what's going on? Are you good? Is something going on at school? Is it friends?" And you know, she's just like, oh, "I'm just overwhelmed with you know everything that's going on. I'm freaking out about graduation, and you know, blah 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 blah." And so my response was validation, 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 because that's what I've learned in therapy <laughs> is validate, awesome. validate. Um,
0: that's how they feel. That's what she means by like you yeah, be validate because I, whether you agree with I it or underst- not, that's how they feel.
1: Yeah. I, I know the feeling well. I said, I know the feeling well and it's no fun. So I know that it's, you know, I understand why you're feeling, yep. you know, crummy right now. Um, uh, be grateful for the day. When one thing at a time—that's all you can focus on—and mm-hmm. then we will chat about the rest later. And my plan is just to kind of like un- let her unpack, right? Like just let her let it get it get her get it all out. Um, and then I'm gonna go back to a gratitude, like yep. you know, hey, it's be gr- be uh, grateful that your worry is graduation, not not graduating, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which hopefully. Hopefully that's, that's the case. Yeah, hopefully, right. <laughs> hopefully that's the case. <laughs> well, you're
0: going to have a long night tonight. Good luck I with that. Mean, yeah.
1: I mean, I um, mean, but yeah, I feel like that gratitude piece, mm. I just cannot stress it enough. Yep. I just can't stress it enough, and it has to be conscious, and it has to be the answer to everything in yep. my life. <laughs> really so then
0: does. how do you how do you work on the joy as a the key then, right? And so uh, outside of like t- like one thing we you and I have both done over the years is like written down 100 things you're grateful for, Something I've done as an exercise at least once a year. I know that you have like a gratitude box or something that your family does. What's it? What, what is it that you guys do? Uh,
1: during the holidays, uh, it's uh, yeah, a thank bank or a blessings bucket, um, de- depending on when it goes out, but yeah, it's you know, every day everyone has to write something down, something down that, yeah. that they're thinking. So it's about being
0: intentional, don't let it just yeah. hope it works out for you. If you're not naturally wired that way, you got to create some sort of game. But yeah. to me, the first step in being more joyous, uh, as far as like how to control it outside the office place is to take care of you first. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to take care of you like you and no one's the, the first person to forget taking care of you like you. Right. And so uh, I really believe that um, the, the, I mean, the, the billion books around it, you know, the Miracle Morning, the, um, you know, every successful entrepreneur ever writes that the first couple hours, the early hours in the day are yeah. the best hours in the day because no one can screw it up but you, no one can sleep in but you, no one's going to interrupt you but you. And so I really think that uh, in order to have a joyous day, it really starts with like a really great morning routine, mm-hmm. a really great one. So um, that's you so know, funny.
1: So I have I have realized this. Um, for me to have a really great joyous day comes all in preparation the night before. The night before. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. So maybe you're a night owl. So listen to Bryn. If you're a morning person like mm-hmm. me, and by the way, I was I was not a morning person my whole life until. I read a book, decided to try it out, and just got up earlier and earlier and earlier. So I, I yeah, built the habit. It's just not, so you know.
1: Yeah, it's not about yeah, it's not about morning person or not, although I am not real I'm not a morning person. Um, <laughs> so what you're saying is <laughs> so if what you're I'm saying <laughs> is you're right without saying you're right. But like I you know, the way I overcome not being yeah. a morning person is by being really, really, really prepared for the day, yeah. which makes me feel your personality. Which makes me feel happy and yeah. joyous and it makes the mornings like i'm ready for this shit that's interesting look at all the prep
0: yeah right. so for me it's all a mindset game so joy comes for me with uh doing really exhaustive physical activity first thing in the morning to like cleanse my soul for real mm-hmm. like um you know i've been worked out by the same trainer for years and years and years and i for sure know the damn exercise at this point we've been doing them for years and years and almost in the same order every couple weeks like over and over and over but the reason I do it is I want to go take orders, not think and just sweat. Sure. And Tony does a great job with me and JB before him uh, of, and Rusty before him. Um, but what, what I always told him was like, if I'm not in the mood to talk, please don't engage me. Please, like, I'm just tell me you. what to do. Yeah. Make me work out to a point where I'm exhausted and sweating and I can barely think about breathing. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I just want to uh, it's a, almost a form of meditation for me. Other people like to meditate. Um, I like to get because i love to absorb knowledge so i like 15 to 30 minutes of reading in the morning i think is really really important for my morning routine um i i um do a, a last probably two three years now i've been doing bible verses for you know a minute or two mm-hmm. every morning um just that extra minute or two just to get me grounded in my personal faith i think is really important which is an asterisk here like if your life's not going well and you think that the hereafter doesn't exist, you're probably not going to be that joyous. <laughs> if, you, you know, <laughs> I mean, a little asterisk there. Um, if you literally, no matter how bad it's been for a lot of people that have faith, whatever they believe in, whatever God they believe in, um, having some faith in yeah. something, something other than you is a is a healthy place and mindset to be to bring joy to your life.
1: Oh, I heard such a good quote about that. And I can't remember what it is, but.
0: Well, we'll all wait mystified why you know
1: <laughs> it's gonna be waiting for a while <laughs> baited breath over here
0: okay cool so so my tactic then is the morning routine whatever that is for you but uh, it goes back to taking care of you and um, a lot of the whole piece for me like there's some b- silly things to say about you know you go down the, the whole list but just wait is a great example when people feel good they feel good it's easier That's to feel right. good when you are whatever your personal uh, vision of yourself is, right? So I don't think it's an ideal body weight. I don't think it's an ideal body fat. It's like, yeah. if you feel good in your skin, mm-hmm. you're going to probably have a better day, right? So if you don't Very feel true. good in your skin, whatever that is, then improve in that area. I think it'll bring you uh, a little bit more uh, centeredness on a daily basis too, right?
1: I would agree with that big time. Um, in that form, I mean, for the women out there, like if there's nothing that there's let's see how do you say this not having like the right not feeling good in an outfit or not being able to like figure out what you're going to wear in the morning having to change 30 times like will fuck up a day like and then you're out the door yeah. with something that you're not comfortable in and you're like it's and you, you just don't feel good so that's just a great example of like it's not weight or anything it's you're not co- you're not feel good in your own skin don't feel good and it yep. really derails everything It's amazing
0: how that affects relationships, too. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to feel good in your skin and to have a good, healthy sex life. I mean, that's just the truth.
1: That is the truth. Yes, it is. Um, So, you know, those are kind of more granular daily things. But Mm -hmm. also thinking outside, like, from a bigger scope is, you know, having something to look forward to, like Mm -hmm. a vacation. Love that. um, Doesn't have to be a huge... Expensive, extravagant vacation. Couple a c- days off. Couple days off. Yep. Um, what I have found from our family vacations mm-hmm. is we come back a better, more in tune, know each other, know each other better, just have a deeper appreciation. Mm-hmm.
0: You always have been, done that, actually.
1: All of us, all mm-hmm. five of us. That's awesome. And so that has become a really huge motivation like we like the family vacation must happen it must go on right um it's beautiful to watch the kids like get one-on-one time with each other each individual and then as a group so you know having something like that to look forward to and kind of you know what's it all for well that moment is great um projects are really fun like just having you know some sort of house project or something that you're working on together Because it just, I think for me, the joy comes from um, the unity as a family because we're all going in a million directions most of the time. So stopping and being able to laugh and joke and poke fun of each other is just really joyous. Family that
0: plays together stays together.
1: I mean, that's what they say. Um, The kids, uh, my kids love games. Like they love, love, love games. And so game nights are great. Actually, not even game night. Like... Walker's really good about in like forcing us all to play a game together. Mm -hmm. And we can fit that in just about any time, unless it's past 1030 when we get home. Like we can definitely fill in a a little game. Um, So that goes to like, we just listed off several ideas. But then, um, you know, first identifying like the feelings, right? Like where, when are you the happiest? Mm -hmm. Like what are the actions or what are the activities that you're doing? When you are the most happy,
0: yeah, and to me the the this goes back to defining a good day. Like that's exactly there's, there's, where I was hoping. Yeah, you took the bait. I love it. There's there's lots of things that happen. Like uh, I'll tell you one of my negative traits, and I, I know you're like I, there's many, Josh. I get that. Um, <laughs> How did you narrow it down? <laughs> right. So one of my one of my negative traits is I have the ability to be a road rager. Um, now I control that urge because I understand I'll go to jail. <laughs> And nothing good happens from road rage.
1: everybody had a phone in their car and you could dial the number right. was their license plate so you can call right. and just get Just
0: call them directly. <laughs> yes. That would be. That's what a great invention. I know. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> so my point is, is that I know that's a negative thing about me, and and I've probably honked one too many times, according to my wife. Right. I stand um, but uh, well, they deserved it for damn sure, just well, for the record. <laughs> that person
1: that deserved it had no idea the honk was for him. To be clear. That's probably true.
0: <laughs> just like the survey is never for them. <laughs> either. Right. Um. Uh-huh. But uh, my point is, is that in the simplicity of what, a, what, defining what a good day is, and you brought up one of them, but for me, it's always if I learn something new, which I can control, I experience something yeah. new, which I can control, or I laugh uncontrollably, which most of the time I can control, um, then I have a good day. And so uh, by simplifying my expectations of what a good day is, yeah. I do think there's something to that art, the art of simplification that brings you more joy. Um, I believe that we I can overcomplicate, over expect of people, over anticipate, over like what I mean by that is if I get to this point, then I'll be happy. If I get to this weight, then I'll be happy. If I get to blank, then I'll be happy. That's over anticipation, right? If you think about uh, like um, expectations of other people, you know oh. when I well, once I'm married, then they'll change this hap- this habit. Nope. Uh, nope. Not gonna no, change they it ever. We'll not. So I by simplifying it down to the basic forms of like what really does make you um, happy in general, then, or defining what that good day is, you know, it helps you stay in that joy, joyful kind of state. Yes. Um, the, I, another uh, piece of the puzzle here, and, and it's something I've said in a lot of episodes, but I can't stress that enough because, you know, you said one thing that's really happy for you is just like watching TikTok, Right. Yeah. Well, I, what I would say to any viewer is, is the the idea that comparison is a thief of joy? It cannot be more true in this time, in this space, in this era, right? Like, right. It is too easy to compare yourself to the other dancer, or the other yeah, pretty if you, person, if the you other are in that person. Like, if yeah. you're not
1: the person that is like, you go, girl, like rock on with your bad self, trying on freaking bathing suits and on camera for millions to see. If you can't be like, you're a badass. Th- and feel nothing but like envy. or Then don't or, do it. Then do not do it. Yeah. Do so not do it. that
0: whole comparison to the thief of joy thing is the idea of you got to run your own race. And so, to me, one of the things that keeps me in that joyous moment is like small accomplishments, small daily wins. Um, tactically, as simple as it sounds, to do a daily affirmation. Yeah. Like all those things work for me. Like, um, you know, not uh, I am going to lose weight, but you know, I am a healthy. Forty-year-old, yeah. right? Um, you know, restating those things over and over and over and say them again, and again, and again. You can convince yourself of anything. I believe that firmly. And so, I do that. if uh, and that goes really to, I'm a joyous person. You know, I, you know, um, if you convince yourself of that and say it again, and again, and again, it's amazing what your mind can do to you and help you in those areas. Yeah. Um, you know, when you go to uh, avoidance, doesn't help. You know, that's one thing I would say. That's like the uh, the anti joy. Uh, when people avoid. Conversations or issues, or they backburn problems. Mm-hmm. It always gets worse. It never gets yeah. better. Uh, and so that's one so, of those things avoid. And I
1: think that goes to like not understanding how to deal or even start the conversation of conflict, um, which is if you can remove the thought altogether yep. that there was nothing intentional about someone's actions or what they did or what they said. Right. Like, the intention was not to be cruel and hurtful uh, or to be a jackass. Like
0: Which 99% of the time is the truth.
1: Is the truth. Then th- the only thing left is there was a misunderstanding. Yep. And that's the only thing that has to be cleared Or up. they made
0: a mistake. Or
1: they made a mistake. Yep. Like, and so if you, if you can, whoop, like, yep. get rid of that piece, it really is pretty freeing. Yep. Right? And then it goes to expectations. So this is an example about setting good expectations so uh girls night not even girls night random like hey Brynn, you want to come out and have some drinks like there's this band playing whatever right on a weeknight and as we all know my preparation and like everything is a very very important part of my life right. um and th- like five years ago it would have been like let me check with the husband cool everything's off. like yes i'm there um the conversation I had with myself was if Randy's cool with it then I need to ask myself am I willing to come home to a wrecked house Mm -hmm. because I love you honey but the house will be it will be wrecked um the dishes will not be done the house won't be buttoned up like am I willing to do that and know that in the morning that's what I'm going to wake up to Mm -hmm. um and and be okay with that like is the outing worth it right and it was like, yep, sure is. So here we go. And guess what? The house was a total shit show when I got home. But I, expe- I expected that. So I didn't have to be pissed right. about it. That's good. It was fabulous. That's very good. <laughs> so, you know, finding ways to remove the, the anger, right? And mm-hmm. keep the mind right. Like, again, I know that Randy did not clean up the house or the kids did not clean up the house because they wanted to stick it to me. It's because it's not his routine. Like, right. that's not what he's, and it's not his strength. That's not what he's, like, that's not how he conducts his evenings, right? That's right. So it's not about me. Um, and so if you can remove that, I mean, I think that's, you know, like yep. I said, it's freeing, and it allows allows more joy to enter.
0: I love it. <laughs> I've got to weave in something that my spiritual mentor taught me, which really helps me stay in a better, uh, joyous space, which is the three G's that I talk about a lot. Um, the three G's are the idea of, um, you know, we talked about gratitude already. So we got to start by focusing on what we have, not what we don't. So what are we grateful for? Number one, the second one is very difficult for a lot of people. And that's grace. Mm-hmm. Grace, the best definition I've heard is it's undeserved love. So giving grace to somebody, you know, you were wrong. They were right. And you just let it go. That's giving let grace, go, right? Um, you know, as far because that is freeing. And it allows you to stay in your joyous spot. What's really funny to me is how many people harbor ill feelings about an event or something that somebody said five years ago. That oh. other that other person has not thought about that in five I years. Just, that, and if that, you're still oh. thinking about that shit five years later, like it's only hurting you. Yeah, I it's only robbing you of your joy. So mm-hmm. that giving grace and, and you know forgiveness in some ways is is super super important in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Very the last right. thing is being generous. You know, the third G is being generous and. Uh, what I found is that in order to be generous is is a requirement of being selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it just brings joy, and so one of the ideas and lots of faiths have different ideas around this. But there's a reason why you feel good about giving generously to other people. Like one of the best things my dad ever told me uh, when I was a kid, and this is funny. We talk about waitre- waiters, and waitresses a lot because both of us bartended or waited or waitressed. And, um, Cause
1: it should be. A mandatory I think it's, well, all everyone. three of my
0: kids for sure are going to have to do it. Like, I think it's super mandatory, yep. but one of the things that I, that I, my dad told me is, you know, he said, you know, uh, so he's, I remember that it was one of the very first times I understood what a tip was and he was leaving some money for tip. And I was like, well, that's a lot of money. Why are you giving that much money? He said, Josh, for a few dollars more, you can be a minch. And a minch is a Yiddish word, uh, for being just a gentleman, a, a generous person, a I gentleman. i never heard that word. Yeah, before um, you know, I had a Jewish background growing up. I'm Christian now, but my, you know, my dad and my brother are Jewish, and um, and for a few dollars more, you can be a mensch. mensch. And it's I feel a, like
1: that word uh, sounds like it should be a negative thing.
0: So that's no, it's a positive one for sure, and it, it sticks with me because it's, mm-hmm. it's so true, right? Yeah. Like, you think about... You don't know, be you're, an asshole. We have a strong, you, a strong family like, motto. Yes, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> well, it's funny. You know, you, you think about um, how many people... So most people don't budget in the first place. Mm. But the people that do budget... So I look at a lot of people's personal family budgets just to help them out, right? And uh, there's a, usually a line that says miscellaneous because there's a thousand bucks that they can't (laughs) they can't like figure out where the money went to they whether like it's it's no category it's like amazon (laughs) and they're not really sure what they bought but it added to blank or whatever and so so they don't mind fucking off thousand dollars in this miscellaneous category Mm -hmm. but on a nine dollar meal they tip a buck or nothing it's like just give them two (laughs) <laughs> just give them two give them for two. a couple dollars more card right. calculator. Like you right. Pull out of your wallet. Just, like, oh, no. For a couple bucks more, you can be a mensch, you know? <laughs> and I, I think that's a really interesting place to come from for generosity's sake, because yeah. going back to joy, um, just yesterday, I was sitting down with Tad Chapman and, uh, Tad and I were having, by the way, this guy's top five people in my world.
1: Yeah. He's a lovely, lovely human. top
0: five humans like humans that I've ever met. Top five. And, uh, anyways, I was, um, I was sitting with Tad and this lady came up and we're having a res- we're at a restaurant. We're sitting outside on the, on the patio and this lady comes up and she was basically at the restaurant. She walked up and said, Hey, uh, my, my daughter needs medicine. I need to get a bus ride down. I don't have any money. Can you give me money? That kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I looked at her and I said, well, how much do you need? And she told me and I gave it to her. Right. And Tad said, do you think that that was a con or do you think it was real? And I said, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Because, give, give because right, and my, my answer was that because if I do that five times in a row, they're not all five frauds. Mm-hmm. So I actually help somebody, whether it's one, two, or all five, I help somebody. Yeah. But I'm not gonna penalize the people that need help because I'm gonna be like judgmental and just assume that everyone's a fucking thief. <laughs> so, you know, seriously, just think about that. Um, yeah. And so those the, that really is a kind of a guiding force for me, which is the idea of if I'm generous, if I'm gracious, and if I'm grateful, I can stay grounded and uh, and be more joyful.
1: And um, you can dance around like joy?
0: Ah, uh, yes, yes. She just twirls. What do the they there. say? Uh, happy fingers or Spirit whatever? Spirit fingers? Whatever you'd say. Spirit You little fingers. dancer, tiny dancer. Tiny doll. Yeah. Um, tiny. The the last tactic I can give uh, would go back to this concept of driven, drifting and directed. Um, And this is a really important piece because this works outside of the office, just like it does inside the office. So it's worth talking about. Um, You know, when you think about drive, drive is a good thing till it's not because drive usually comes at a cost, right? So you look at most people that work 20 hours a week to get whatever they want in life, kudos to them. And it usually is at the expense of their 30s or at the expense of their spouse or at the expense of something right did
1: you say 20 hours a week
0: 20 hours a yeah a 20 day. hours a day sorry a day. 20 hours a day like people that yeah which i've done before so don't get me wrong but sure, uh, you know yeah. I, i'll work with the best of them and then all of a sudden my kids are five and i'm like what the hell happened to my, my no, kids age no right kidding, yeah. so um the idea of drive is a good thing until it's not and so if you recognize that eventually you get where your destination is. It's not quite as sweet as you thought it would be is a good understanding early. Or you're um,
1: just freaking exhausted. Exhausted. It just, just exhausted. Like, it's
0: usually no destination is really mentally, as sweet as you thought it was going to be is the point, I mean, it's right? Just, and then drifting doesn't work. So people that stick their fucking heads in the ground and like don't make goals and don't adapt and don't plan and don't try to achieve because God forbid they should miss their goal and they just blame and they're uh the worst word in the english language uh would be a victim mm-hmm. like I don't, think, don't think in terms sure. of like you were attacked i get that right. uh, but the victim mentality of i was born here to this family in this city <laughs> yeah. at this time is bullshit mm-hmm. uh in my opinion like there's yeah. there's Makes examples in every idea. race religion creed age group and country that a successful person came out of absolute nothing, 100%. and so th- that victim mentality doesn't work for me. Nope. Um, no,pe and that's that drifting. It's just like I, I am where I am because this is where my drifted because to, I and that's plopped. a horrible feeling, and yeah. it's impossible to enjoy there. Yeah. And so the last piece is being directed. And so when you think about outside the office, if you be if you're directed by a spiritual leader or your God, um, you're going to be in a better place. If you are if you're taking direction from a spouse uh mm-hmm. you're typically going to be in a better spot if you are i think this goes to uh, like
1: you know people are, we play a ton of baseball and people are like you know how do you do that it's like hey you know how they say like if you keep your kids busy it keeps them out of trouble yep. like i believe that to be true for yeah, our whole absolutely. family like we are busy. idle hands to the devil work. Do. we're busy yep. all the time we do we, we got some place to be so that yep. means we have there's no time to be where we don't need to be yep. um and you know i mean it's just Yep. It's a very directed way. Like, here's what we're doing yep. on the weekends. Like, and that
0: that's where I would kind of end the, my part of the conversation here is, I want to, sura- like I just listed, you know, t- said, Tad Chapman's top five humans in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, I hang out with him a lot. I talk to him a lot. I do yeah. Bible study with him a lot. I do lunches and coffees with him a lot, separate of business, you know. And I, I want to surround myself with people that are talking about tomorrow, not yesterday. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, work with people that, Understand that we are all uh, fallible and make mistakes, but are going to work on improving them and owning those mistakes and people that live in joy uh, and not uh, rely on me to make them happy. And so when I really get down to that simplest answer, that's how you can elevate yourself in joy outside the office.
1: I love that. I love it. All right, go be joyous. You know what? We bring a lot of joy to your life. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and click that subscribe button. Like, um, <laughs> subscribe, share, ask questions. And uh, don't forget that the uh, there's the short sense page, so you can get very small doses. Um, best three to eight minutes of every episode, right there. So check it out, and we'll see you guys. See you guys next time. See you guys. See you guys next time. See you guys next time, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.